The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to Nicodemus, No one has gone up to heaven except the one who has come down from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. The Gospel of the Lord. The most enduring sign of Christianity is none other than the cross. Wherever you go, you will see the cross high above our towers, on our, in our arts, everywhere we go. In fact, especially as Catholics, we do it better than everybody else, the beauty of the cross. We, we sign our very selves every time we pray. But it was not so in the beginning. It was not so. Because when we gaze upon the cross as modern people, we look out upon it with reverence, love. We even wear it on our jewelry, wear it across our neck, on our necks, don't we? Ah, not in the beginning. When do you think was the first cross used in Christian art? It's on the church on the Aventine Hill in Rome. So remember, Rome is famed for its seven hills. The city is built upon seven hills. One of these hills is called the Aventine Hill. And upon this hill, there's an ancient church called Santa Sabina. Ancient church. In fact, when Lent begins, the Pope begins Lent in that church. So it's a very ancient church. It goes centuries. And on the front doors of the main doors of this church is a wooden carving. And this is the earliest and oldest surviving image of a crucifix. Dated about the 5th century. So it took Christianity 400 years before we even began to use the cross. Again, why did it take so long? Because remember, if you're a 1st century person... The cross symbolized the terror and the fear and the power of Rome. The cross was reserved for the enemies of the empire. It was the the Roman mind's most ingenious way to do two things. To keep you alive as long as possible and to inflict as much pain upon you. that, That was the two criteria of the cross. In every image of the cross, our Lord is always covered, and rightly so. We treat our Lord with modesty and reverence. But everybody who was crucified upon the cross, even our Lord himself, would have been utterly naked. 
in order to, as if to add an exclamation point to your suffering and say, we strip everything from you. and We will expose you and humiliate you. So every time you look upon the cross, you must again invoke the fear that it must have had those first few centuries. Now you begin to see why in the gospel today, our Lord says something very strange. Just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Our Lord will connect the cross himself with the events of the first reading today from Numbers 21, verse 9. Moses, who lifted up, who made a bronze serpent, he lifted it up in the desert, and he said that all those who gazed upon the serpent in the desert in Numbers 21 were healed. What did the serpent represent? Now, this is absolutely critical if we were to penetrate the mystery of the cross. The serpent represented the shame of Israel, their betrayal of the Lord, their fear, their anxiety, death. Everything that, they were, that caused them pain was the serpent. And so Moses said to the, to, to the people of Israel, so imagine this, hundreds of thousands of people in front of him. And he raises up the serpent, which is the sign of all of their pain and anxiety, and says, look upon it, and then you'll be healed. Jesus now would take that same pivotal event and now bring it to fulfillment. Now watch this, this move. Oh, our Lord is utterly amazing. Watch this, this dynamic. Now, I will be raised up, and the gospel says. I will be raised up. Gaze upon the cross now. The cross is all, all of us. It is all of our shame, our pain, our sins. Everything that you're terrified of in your life is upon the cross. And so what our Lord wants us to do now, he wants us to face it. You see, our modern way of dealing with our pain and our suffering is to hide from it. Sweep it under the rug. Don't look at me. Don't look at my deepest pain and my suffering. Or another popular way is what do we do? We numb it with alcohol, drugs. We numb ourselves with entertainment. All these wounds of our shame and our pain, oh, they're all there, the wounds are there. But what our Lord wants us to do is stop running from our darkness and to gaze upon it. And then watch what happens. When we look upon our shame and our pain, something beautiful happens. The next line of the gospel. Just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, the crucifixion. Then watch the next line. So that everyone who believes in me may have eternal life. He takes our deepest pain, redeems it, transforms it for our salvation. Do you see what he did there? Why we no longer have to hide. I am, we, we must, as Christians, we lay everything out to bear and let Christ redeem it. Now all of a sudden we understand the words of St. Paul in Galatians. I boast of nothing but the cross. St. Rose of Lima, the cross is the ladder by which we enter into heaven. St. John of the cross, 
We only enter into paradise through the thicket of the cross. Now these understand why it took us 400 years to come to this realization. And now look what has happened. The cross is everywhere because the cross is a sign of our redemption. Make the sign of the cross upon your body with boldness and without fear. When you're at restaurants, when you're at home, or when you pray over your food, you make that cross as often as you can because it is the sign of Christ and what he can do with our pain and our suffering. We no longer have to hide anymore.